0: Hello and welcome to the Midweeks with Pastor Rob. This is me. I have had quite a hiatus from doing this as I've been attending to other duties and responsibilities around uh, the church and I have missed doing this. So um, if you have been looking for this and there's been nothing here, my apologies and By God's grace, I will be making this more of my regular habit again as part of my daily routine. And thank you to Barry for the encouragement to be getting back on this. I just want to today um, take some time walking through scripture and just looking at a passage from Matthew that um, combines together God's sovereignty and human accountability in the Gospels. This is one of the most enduring debates in the history of the church how sovereign is God so how much in control of everything is he and how much does human freedom and free will um, influence the world control how human history goes and on one side you can say hey everything's kind of just people making choices on the other side of things you can say God is in control of every single detail of life um, including people's free choices, and i you know I kind of I'm on one side of that uh, spectrum closer than the other side, but i just want to I want to always just be bringing things back to the scripture and letting my thoughts be refined and instructed by the actual word of God. I notice as I read the scripture, this is my um, sense is that um, the scripture authors sometimes will talk about God's sovereignty and human uh, choice making, decision making, and just interweave it without even beginning to think that it's a problem. They'll just start talking about it. Just just put them both together, mix them together in the same dish, like. Um, a beef stir fry just put it all in there the vegetables and the beef all in there mixed in the same sauce and then just serve it to you and they aren't necessarily expecting us to pick things all out and just try to eat one with leaving the other behind or whatever just to use a really poor analogy but listen to this story it's jesus about to be arrested and look at how jesus talks about his choices people's choices and god's prophetic word being fulfilled through that which which were written down hundreds of years before this event happened but it's going to be fulfilled needs to be fulfilled so jesus is being arrested and jesus shows up and kisses him in verse 50 of chapter 26 jesus says friend do what you came to do then they came up and laid hands on jesus and seized him And behold, one of those who were with Jesus stretched out his hand and drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. Then Jesus said to them, Put your sword back into its place, for all who take the sword will perish by the sword. And Do you think that I cannot appeal to my father, and he will at once send more than twelve legions of angels? But how then should the scriptures be fulfilled that it must be so? At that hour, Jesus said to the crowds, Have you come out against me as a robber with swords and clubs to capture me? Day after day, I sat in the temple teaching, and you did not seize me. But all this has taken place, that the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples left him and fled. Now, as I look through this, there are many different actors in this scene, okay? There's Jesus, there's God, there's the disciples and then there's jesus's enemies so judas and the soldiers and all of them get what they want through this situation they're all kind of making choices and they're all fulfilled but they're kind of these different layers that in one sense they contradict goodness and another sense they fulfill goodness what do i mean by this okay so judas is doing what he wants He has come there, he's accepted money to betray Jesus, and he's come there to point out Jesus in the dark to these soldiers so that they can arrest Jesus. He is doing what he wants. But while he's doing what he wants, God is getting what he wants. According to the scriptures, Judas has to betray Jesus. Jesus has to be betrayed in order to be going to the cross um, in order to fulfill the prophetic word. So Judas is sinning and doing wrong, and God is not sinning, but His prophetic word is being fulfilled. Now the soldiers are also doing what they want; nobody um, is stopping them from arresting Jesus, even though this is going to be wrong. What they're doing is wrong—arresting an innocent man—and the the torture and death that they're going to do is wrong. They're having their free will, and. One of the reasons why they get to do what they want is because Jesus does what he wants by not asking to be rescued. He says, if I wanted to, I could ask and I would have more than, you know, I misspoke this when I preached on this a few weekends ago. I said it was, he could summon a legion of angels, which is about 10,000 soldiers and a a Roman legion was the largest military unit in the Roman army. And it was about 10,000 soldiers working together. He says more than 12 legions of angels to come and rescue me. But I'm choosing not to call on my father to send these angels so that you're free to do what you want, which is to arrest me wrongly so that my father's will that I be crucified could be fulfilled according to the scriptures which must be fulfilled. And here are the disciples, so they're actually supposed to be on Jesus' side, And they're the ones, one of them struck the high priest servant on the ear and Jesus is stopping him because he doesn't want the scriptures to not be fulfilled. And so what happens is that the disciples who promised to be sticking with Jesus, all of a sudden they all run away. And so the disciples get to do what they want to, which is to run. Which fulfills the scriptures, even though their abandoning Jesus is not a good thing. They've abandoned the Son of God to torture and death. And so when I look at a story like this, I just see the center of this story is Christ. Christ is the only human being in this scene who is doing right. He's the only one who's using his will to really accomplish the pleasing purposes of God. Okay, Judas is betraying, the soldiers are arresting, the disciples are fleeing, and Jesus is submitting. He's the only one who's using his will to surrender to God and fulfill the purposes of God by choice. But everybody else is also fulfilling the scriptures of God and the prophesied will of God in order to have the crucifixion happen so that God's eternal plan and eternal purpose can come through. Now, why am I talking through all this stuff? And if your head is starting to hurt, that's great. Mine does too. What I'm trying to point out here is that God accomplishes his will through the sin of people in this scene, except for Jesus, the only person God needs to be faithful and to obey in order to accomplish his purpose is his son and his son did it and it's Jesus's faithfulness in this scene that fulfills the scripture in the midst of people's sins fulfilling the scripture which bring about the eternal purposes of God to rescue a holy people through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So this is one of these scenes where we see Jesus unrevealing the layers of God's sovereignty, his ability to work through human sin, and through the faithfulness of his son at the same time. It's amazing. So what do you do with something like this? Well, we learn to trust Jesus more. You just say, Jesus, I have good days, I have bad days, I have great days, I have terrible days. I'm clinging to you because you are faithful. You are going to see God's purposes fulfilled. And so I cling to you so that on my worst day, I'm still helping fulfill your purposes. And on my best day, by faith, I'm fulfilling your purposes. I cling to you. I want to be on your side because I know that through the will of God and the fulfilled scriptures and your obedience, you are going to completely fulfill all of God's purposes. And I don't want to be like one a Judas who sees God's purposes um, come out for his destruction. I don't want to be like one of those soldiers who ended up lying about the resurrection or whatever it was if it was the same soldiers or not i'm not totally sure but they were on the wrong side of god's will fulfilled i want to be a disciple so that on a good day i'm fulfilling your will and pleasing you and on a bad day i'm i'm still serving god's purpose but i'm doing it as someone who you are going to come back from the dead and rescue and lead into greater and greater obedience so we trust jesus we trust our heavenly father we pray we surrender to the will of god that we know and we obey, and we trust the Lord. Amen.